Don't forget to click the link in the description. You'll get a chance to join the My Burst Muscle group. This is literally a free community for a limited time that we're going to be breaking down Facebook Lives, Q&As, your training. You get access to two expert coaches. Plus, in the future, there's going to be hundreds of other coaches that can help you break through plateaus, see better results, keep you accountable, and just give you all around more information to see more out of your fitness journey. Again, this is only going to be free for a limited time. So jump on the opportunity. Click the link in the show notes now. on over there too we're good i got this excited about my new office too man i was like walking around the house just smiling shannon came in i was just sitting in the desk like look kid just like this is dope (laughs) it's sick though having your own little space man fucking i saw i went to the sounders game yesterday i got of course sunburnt but only on my kneecaps it's the weirdest thing ever dude like were you wearing a hat yeah. Yeah. So you didn't get sunburn on your face. No, but like my shorts just were like short enough to where my knees were showing, and the sun, like I was shaded from like chest up, so it was just blaring on my knees. Damn. And like all day at dinner, like I would touch my knee, and I'd be like, "Oh shit!" It's and they're just pink, bro. It's so funny. I have a super thick tan line right above That's my. So crazy. It's weird. Is it because you were one sitting? half too? One half because the first half we were completely in shade. Yeah. It's nuts. Is it because I was what? Sitting down. Yeah. 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 We had good seats, man. We were like, we were 20 rows up from the field. And then like, it was funny. So it was supposed to be uh, S2 players, which is like the second string pretty Mm -hmm. much. And like right before the game, they announced the roster and like Dempsey was playing. All these like higher level dudes were playing. So there wasn't that many people there. So we ended up walking like right in front of the fucking field. Oh, nice. Because nobody was sitting there. And then uh, the second half, this dude I went to high school with, or he... He, so he didn't go to high school with me because he was in uh, junior high when I was in high school. But he started playing for our high school team the year after I graduated. And they won state like four years in a row. And he's playing for the Sounders now. Oh, shit. And he was killing it. Super fast. Victor Manoray, I think his name is. And he's from Puyallup? Five. Five. Five high, dude. Small school. We were like 2A. I think they might have went down mm. to 1A. Damn. Tiny school. But yeah, now he's doing his thing at Sounders. So that's sick. Anyway. So, everybody watched the documentary. Yeah. I I actually didn't finish it. So I was telling Michael I okay. I was watching it on YouTube on the way here <laughs> to try to finish it, but there was a good like twenty thirty minutes left probably. So I got like two thirds of the way through. Which you is, you got the gist. Of oh it. yeah, it was more than enough, and I took plenty of notes, which I'm actually gonna pull out here in All a right. sec because it was just what the fuck, man, horrible. So my opinion. I mean, actually, yeah. and you know what? There was let's let's do this. Let's. Do you guys want to go through our like good sides of it first, yeah. so we can like let's, give some let's, positive? Let's start, let's start off with that because that'll go through pretty that. quick, and yeah. then we can get into the bullshit. Okay. So go ahead. For me, I think the one thing that I did like is them bringing awareness to how horrible a lot of companies are treating animals. Like, dude, my stomach was crunching when I saw what they were doing with pigs. Is like, that a word? Crunch. Crunching. Yeah, I think so. Right. I don't think so. We'll, we'll, we'll fact check, but go ahead. Continue. So, uh, I think like, cause they were what, like pigs would die. They'd put them in a box and let them like degrade or whatever. And then they would feed them back to more pigs. Uh-huh. Like that's fucking yeah. insane. Decompose, and just disgusting. Yeah. 
That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> God, so you fucked me. I'm flustered now, bro. <laughs> All my words are going to be bad. But I just, I don't know, man. Like that was really gross. I think it's like, I go back and forth with the whole, like, I understand that, like, it's not right that all these companies uh, of food products are supporting and sponsoring, like, the Cancer Society, mm -hmm. the Diabetes Society. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I get it because they need money to be funded. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're promoting all these foods. It just means that they're not going to promote dietary, like, regulations or anything because that'll push away these other these sponsorships. So I get it. These people sponsor the company so that they can essentially be like hey we'll sponsor you we'll fund you but you can't say anything about like diet or nutrition on this front because then it x's us out right so i think that's i think they're it's good that they're bringing awareness to that too um that's pretty much it i think that was all the good i got out of it i do want to say piggybacking on at that point where they highlighted are all those of, your notes over there this was these are screenshots from an article okay i was gonna say Damn, bro, I, wanted to, you I wanted to reference um, notes. It's like a full screen. I wanted to reference this. So, but going off of the that part where they kind of had that light bulb moment of like, so I looked into all of these companies, which, by the way, I think they did a bad job of saying the good that those companies do for as far as cancer research and all that. So, not to take away from. Yeah, the like they're not they do. they're not doing enough but, to help with nutrition to prevent it, but but the other do, stuff that they do, we, and we I think need is good. we need that stuff, right? Like um, you need the medical side of it, so I get it. But so uh, this is from an article about a review where they actually fact check a lot of things. So that light bulb moment when they had all the big corporations and who's funding them and who's giving money to them. Who's this by? Um, this is from Rob Wolf's this is Rob article, Wolf. which okay. I would highly recommend. Yeah, you guys and I'm, read. I'm a big fan of Rob um, Wolf, so it's legit. And so anyway, so I'm trying to find my spot here. So Kip, the guy who did the documentary, goes on to do uh, about the research and entities like American Cancer Society and who they're funded by. And he highlights the meat-oriented sponsors, yet somehow neglects to mention the folks who produce refined grain products who also are sponsors. Yeah. So they leave off the Anything vegan type sponsors. Yeah, exactly. So that's a little thing you should keep an eye out for yeah and like what really caught okay well i'll get in the next <laughs> so but, i didn't want to jump ahead yeah right. no i agree with that and i think uh one more good thing is just general awareness like i think that like those of you who have listened to the podcast for a while know that we're huge proponents of local like we're not like big like organic this organic that or any specific um like diet plan but we do talk about local ingredients a lot and i think the best way to steer away from all these issues that it does bring up is staying local because if you're local, you're literally reducing the chances of all this bullshit that's in the meat, all these uh, pesticides, all the cases of like the shit that was happening in North Carolina, I think it was where the pigs mm -hmm. were getting fed and all these diseases and right. stuff. If you, if you're going local, you're reducing the chances of any of that happening to your food by 50%. So even that alone is huge. So I think the awareness key, just like, even if you don't believe anything, well, the documentary for those, said for those people that is local, you know, I think that, well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so for some people it doesn't work, but mm -hmm. I think it's important that it, if you watch this and you disagree with everything, at least let it make you more aware of what you're eating. Right. And if that's all that you get out of it, great. Because being more aware, we know, cause we've seen it with so many clients helps tremendously no yeah. matter what your goal is I, I would say that would be the big positive for me too was that they they did bring a lot of awareness to um where exactly for for me anyway because there's a lot of people who are are posting about this uh about this documentary who are like i'm no longer gonna eat meat 
Um, I'm strictly just going to go vegan, uh, which is, I, I feel like, I, I do feel like that's kind of the route that, uh, they wanted to go in the first place. Yeah. I never got the, uh, I never got the idea or the vibe from this documentary that these people were, uh, okay with, uh, eating meat. Right. And I, there was some people who said plant-based, there was some people, but then when you brought up, um, when you looked at all of the cases or the people who were giving testimonies, I guess, uh, they just went 100% vegan. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I was like, okay, well, I absolutely don't agree with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do feel like, look, man, there's there's so much benefit from having a more plant-based, I should say. Uh, and, and even me, I'm, I'm doing uh, a lot more research. I haven't completely uh, switched over to this plant-based diet. Um, but I would say 75% of your diet is, though. Yeah, right? no doubt, because and I've been eating more. Veg- and that was even before I watched yeah. this documentary. Because even like, okay, so like nuts and oils and, and all that stuff, it's all anything that's not an animal product, it's going to make up 75% of your diet right. if you were following a very healthy diet. Right. Um, and I think that's the best way for anybody to go, whether it's fat loss or health, that's your mm-hmm. goal. Um, I think that was one thing that I kept being alerted to that I feel like most people might not have gotten the hint where they would slightly mention, they would talk about how meat is so bad. They would show how like processed foods aren't causing it, meat's causing it. But then when they would talk about diets, it was loosely plant-based, but you, you're sort of given the impression that as long as there's no meat, you'll be okay. And I think that was the confusing so, part for me that... And one of my biggest takeaways or like things that I wrote down and kept hearing is every single time he would say... Processed. When, yeah. He, every time he would say like the vegans had this result and the people who were eating processed meat had this result. Right. Okay. I get that. Processed yeah, meat. Yeah. That's is, obvious. Yeah. It's much different. So like this morning I cooked breakfast and there was we did like steak, eggs and stuff and I had grass fed Angus local beef. Like that's a completely different thing than a canned pack of tuna or right. meat or chicken yeah. or ground Bologna. chicken yeah. that's not like Sausages. that's processed yeah. deli meat so one that that's one thing that pissed me off because a lot of people who don't like obviously i'm pretty analytical and i think you guys are too with anything mm-hmm. fitness and nutrition related mm-hmm. because this is what we do but a lot of people watching that aren't they're just general population people right. so they watch that and they just hear meat and they're like fuck i eat meat all the time yeah, yeah. and that's not the case that's not going to happen to you now another thing i want to say is like people have to understand the difference between correlation and causation. So even processed meat, processed meat by itself might not cause diabetes and cause heart issues and all these things. But the correlation makes sense because let's look at somebody who eats like, let's say 90% of the meat they or animal products they consumed are processed. What is the rest of their diet and daily activity right. look like? They probably don't train very often. They probably eat a bunch of processed vegetables and fruit as well, all in cans and stuff. They probably go through the fast food restaurants. Now, if we look at somebody who doesn't consume any processed meat and only consumes local regular meat, they probably do exercise. They probably eat fresh vegetables from the market. They probably have an all-around healthier lifestyle. So it's kind of hard to run a study on somebody because they're not taking any other factors into account, which pisses me off because, again, it makes people believe something that might not be 100% true. Not saying that processed meat is good for you, but you got to look at the rest of the picture. Yeah. I think overall... I got the standpoint of it was very skewed. I think the information they presented definitely had a bias, but it was legit information as far as what they were. Dude, it was some of it. Yeah, some of it. But, but it was absolutely propaganda. All of oh, yeah. my all of my notes were sort of like taking me back to journalism school of like 
Okay, but what about the other side? Okay, yeah. what about this research? What about the good of this? Um, I thought, and I've seen the footage before of what they do with the pig farms and how they spray the irrigation out, which yeah. I think is terrible. But okay, what about the pig farms that aren't like that? Because not all of them are like that. Exactly. But then my other thinking was, okay, you're promoting veganism, which there's nothing wrong with that. If that works for you, that works for you. That's your choice. But if they're spraying all of those irrigation out there, they're spraying it on crops and they're wanting exactly. you to eat those crops. Exactly. And that's so where I was, was like, going to go. I was like, you don't, you, you're sort of kind of It has nothing to do with vegan. People, right? people, there's been E. coli outbreaks from Where's the research? Kale yeah. Where's the research spinach, on that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And they're shining a light on everything but that. Right. So, and when you said like, your G- GMOs would be a huge thing about right. they didn't say go vegan but make sure it's good vegan because you could go vegan or well, vegetarian so, and, and have shitty vegetables and that's why like a big thing I want to bring up too is like one note that I took was when he was interviewing um, he was interviewing some guy with a gray beard I think he was like yeah. bald and the guy stopped he was like I'm done like this yeah. doesn't count so what he was saying to him was like all these studies and everything and the guy was like we don't provide any diet and he was like well what about these meal plans he's like those are suggestions for meals like recipes right and then he was like well why don't you provide like a diet and he was like because any diet works he was like consistency is that the was key. true and it was so true and right. then the guy tried to shit on and i was like bro like and we say this all the time you can follow any diet and one of the two of the biggest things that prevent and reduce diabetes are exercise and body fat because both right. of those are correlations of your insulin so if you have poor insulin and, and you have insulin resistance you are more likely to have diabetic issues right so if you lose body fat your insulin sensitivity goes up right if you eat a better diet if you exercise all these things just relate to better insulin so you don't there's no like oh veganism is the key to no diabetes it's right. like lose weight and be healthy and that's right. what the guy was trying to say and it pissed me off that this guy was trying to like point him out and he even said he's like there's no studies like well it frustrated <laughs> me because from my understanding there's two different types of diabetes and it wasn't until like 49 minutes into the documentary they even mentioned there was two different types yeah so the whole way up to it they were saying this causes diabetes well which kind of diabetes where's the reference to that right. Right. Um, before we go any further can you read yeah. the uh john berardi thing because i think like because it, that explains what our opinion is very heavy. So John, yeah. Dr. John Berardi runs Precision Nutrition. He's like the godfather of nutrition, in my opinion. He's super, super knowledgeable, has a huge, probably the most well-known, world-renowned certifying trainers. Like very, very good. Like if anybody wants like solid information, go to precisionnutrition.com. It's like, it's unbiased. It's it's just real shit, right? So he put out his opinion and he was smart in like what we talked about. He was smart enough to not say any names. Right. I don't think, cause I don't think that even the picture, he put a picture up of uh, a pretty much a dude making the gesture of like whacking off. Right. And it said like my opinion on um, Netflix health documentaries right. or the new health. Like, so he didn't say what the health because he's a pretty big name. He doesn't need people coming after him, but um, this is what he posted. So he says, in all seriousness, most documentaries take the exact opposite philosophical position as myself and precision nutrition. In other words, they're not diet agnostic, which means they selectively interview people and cite research that props up their predetermined point of view. Also, they're made by documentarians or documentary filmmakers, not scientists. Finally, they're designed for entertainment often called infotainment or edutainment Mm -hmm. and not for education or scientific dialogue as an end, which means believing any Netflix food documentary is scientific is designed for education or is 100% factually based or is true to the science or is objective will cause all sorts of problems. Before signing off, I'm sure some of you are wondering which documentary I'm talking about. Well, it doesn't matter. 
until the format of food documentaries changes, you can just consider this anatomically correct image appropriate for all of them. Yep, even the ones you or I enjoyed watching. The ones that support your or my point of view. The ones that you or I have shared with all of our friends. Even if they make for good watching, they're not science. They're propaganda pieces created expressly to support a particular point of view of a non-scientist filmmaker. Well said. Very well said. And and one thing I want to point out too, have you ever listened to like precision nutrition, like lessons or audiobooks or anything? So like when I did the course, like John Brady actually talks to yeah, you in yeah. his audios. <laughs> he sounds Dude, just yeah, like him. Just like him. It's crazy the way you <laughs> It's nuts. I was and like was trying a, not to laugh. The whole time I was like, this dude sounds like John Brady. <laughs> and that was, a, that was a cold read. I didn't read that before you sent it. So I don't know. Good shit. So, I mean, I'm, that I think that explains it very well. Like you have to take this with a grain of salt because right. it is meant to be a documentary. It's meant to be entertainment. It's meant to provide bias. Like, right. That there's documentaries on why you should eat meat, I'm sure. And they probably make you be like, fuck, if I'm not eating meat, I'm fucked. Right. Like yep. that's just how it is. It's and it's, and it should be eye opening too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, take the good points out of it and don't dispel on anything more. And so, if you have questions, always research it for the good or the bad. Yeah, what they're saying. For sure. And don't um, just believe that shit. I so. do recommend Rob Wolf's breakdown of, he put it on his blog, a breakdown of the documentary and he had some hesitations about it. Uh, the cool thing was he actually went through for as many people that were on screen and he indicated if they were vegan or who they're associated with. And every and one of them was, right? Everyone had a bias, which you could probably get if you watched the right. film. Um, but the, he fact checked a lot of things. And one of them that I thought stood out to me, because as I watched this, I kept running down notes of, is this true? Or what about these facts about plants? Because they only you know talked about the bads of meat. Um, but he said that at... Some at a specific time point, they mention a study, um, but they don't provide what the study is. That eating one egg per day was equivalent to smoking five, five cigarettes. cigarettes. Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and so Rob Bull says, I can't actually unpack this one as there is no citation for this claim, which spurred me to research, uh, spurred him to search research citations for what the health. And he said the best that I could find for research citations was a website uh, which is not remotely up to snuff for work cited, and it's just what the health whatthehealthfilm.com slash facts. So they're not remarkable claims. Uh, they're just paltry support. So there's no research Pub citations. Med, there's nothing. There's nothing on and, it. And so, they, they said the same thing about uh, like one joint of marijuana is equivalent to like five cigarettes, which there was no studies to ever back that so, up. So yeah, and, and that's the funny thing. It's like, okay, so there's probably some carcinogen or whatever that you inhale from the joint papers, right? That's probably not good for you. But there's also studies that say marijuana can actually increase your longevity of life. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So there's always, and this is like, my point is that there's always a study to bout a different study, right? There's always pros and cons. That was one that yeah. I really wanted to look up. So I'm glad that you brought that up because yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I saw that in, and I'm not exaggerating. I eat a minimum of four whole eggs a day. And I have been right. for the last two years, sometimes six. And I was like, this is bullshit. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Cause yeah. I was eating two scrambles a day for a long time out of my five meals. And they would always have three whole eggs in it. And I'm like, yeah. get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, I, I think overall, and with all documentaries, I think this one's just getting a lot to talk about it, which I think is good. Mm -hmm. It's bringing awareness, good or bad. It's going to conversation out there. People can make their own judgments about what they want to do with the information they've seen. Um, but I think you sort of need to do your due diligence to do the research before you go into that. Um, I will say as a recommendation, there's a really good food documentary. It's called At the Fork. And 
it's like a filmmaker husband and his vegan wife and they go to these different all these different ways that poultry beef and um pigs different ways and they see places that are stacked on top of each other and then they go to places that are open range free range yeah open like they open the doors and there's like a thousand chickens just go outside and they have sort of a healthier they actually said that production was up higher now again i don't know the citations how that factors Mm -hmm. into it um but it's a really good documentary and i'd suggest that uh it's it's sort of a balanced point of view because it shows both sides of the worst of the worst and the best of the best like dr Rhonda patrick did she was talking about um she follows a plant-based diet like you've been talking about, Theo. And, but then she went on a list of reasons why you need to have some animal protein or product in your diet because mm-hmm. there's a lot of vitamins, minerals, and, and specific amino acids that help your gut, help your muscular function, help your, help your heart health, help a lot of things function in your body. And without some kind of animal product, you physically can't get them because there is no plants that supplement you with those. Yeah. So it's like there's a big reason. And it's a big reason why like – um it's hard to build a lot of muscle on a vegan diet. This is exactly why. And there's a lot of reasons why more muscle mass, even if you're not huge or you don't have a goal of getting very big, just having a little bit more muscle mass on your body provides a longer and healthier life. And, and actually that, that reminds me of another example that they used of, uh, you know, and they, they brought that up was, oh, well, people ask, how am I going to get in enough protein on a vegan diet, right? And they were like, there's, they were saying that you get plenty of protein from eating uh, fruits and vegetables and yeah. stuff like that. And they were like, look at elephants and gorillas. Uh, they're yeah. the strongest in the animal kingdom and all they eat is plants. And I was like, man, they don't break down food this the same way you know even 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 gorillas or even apes right like you know we share uh a lot of the same uh dna but at the same time there there is a there is a difference in how we've evolved i was just about to say so to say that well we break things down like fucking elephants and gorillas man like you're just you're just using and, and that they have brute strength and like you know they're the strongest ones in the animal kingdom it's like you can you can be super strong and and be on this which you can but you got to supplement uh yeah. different things and i still don't believe that uh and and genetics plays a, a big role in it too but i i would say that uh, a power lifter let's let's take them for example because they do move a lot of weight somebody who's eating uh, a good amount of protein from from animals, and then somebody who's just uh, getting all their their protein from from plants. I think that there's going to be a big difference in Absolutely. how somebody performs. Well, in in one reason it being is because so like the best protein sources when it comes to vegan diet are like beans and stuff like that that are really high in carbohydrates as well. Right. So if we're going to talk about relative body composition, you're not going to be able to stay lean while getting enough protein. So right. if you do get enough protein from a vegan diet, you're likely going to be over consuming calories, which is going to cause extra body fat. But let's say body fat's not your goal. You don't give a shit how fat you are. You just want to be strong. There is no plant that provides the adequate amount of like glutamine, leucine, uh, isoleucine, valine, these sub, these like key branch chain amino acids that are inside uh, proteins uh, from animals that are really high, those are what like pre-cause muscle protein synthesis, uh, rebuilding tissue, strength, recovery, more than anything. And that's why it isn't, even if you got, so let's say you, 150 pound person got 150 grams of protein, one person was 
completely vegan, one person was completely uh, animal-based, and they both got the same calories, everything equal, the animal-based one would still win because of the type of protein, just is higher in leucine. And that's and that's just a fact. It's been mm-hmm. proven by science. Right. So like no vegan can say anything against that. The thing that um, I thought was done for dramatic effect, obviously the people they interviewed, the regular Joe people, um, I felt bad for the lady though who... She was talking about her asthma, but yet they did the interview with her walking. So, of course, that's going to cause her to be out of breath. Um, so I thought that was a little overly Speed dramatic. Up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Um, yeah. Come so, on. How you feeling? Uh, but they had her. This is, was an inconsistency that kind of got me, you know, double standard. Uh, when he's talking to the diabetes doctor, I believe, he wanted specifics on what diet should people follow? How come you don't give a specific diet? Uh, but when they followed up with the lady who had the asthma, I believe, um, she said that she took two weeks off of her meds and switched to eating right for my body. She didn't specifically say plant-based or anything like that. They had the dramatic effect of her scooping all the 20 pill bottles down. And he was just like, I'm so happy for you. And and he didn't press her to be like, what did you do? I want to know what you broke. Right, what was right, your diet? Right. So I thought, okay, the double standard aside, what I thought it would have been informative for me as a viewer cool tell me what she did because i want to do that i want to feel good well and that's that causation versus correlation thing again too right like okay so what actually caused her he's ignoring it now like what what was she eating before that caused her to actually eat all those pills was it just processed meat or was it the fucking grease and lard from mcdonald's and all this bullshit right just like when they did so i'm gonna so i took (laughs) some notes on a couple different things um one thing was when they were talking about chicken and they were like, chicken is one of the leading things for diabetes because of blah, 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 blah. So one of the things they uh, they were talking about how chicken has a lot of sodium oxide in it. And they were showing mm-hmm. pictures of people just pumping chicken. Yeah. First of all, if you get a frozen bag of chicken, a bunch of chicken breasts in a bag that are all frozen, and you look at the ingredients, it'll say sodium oxide injected chicken. So don't get chicken that's injected with sodium, right. period. Right. Now, that just makes the shelf life longer. Another thing. Sodium isn't going to kill you. Um, if you are sedentary and all you eat is processed meat with a ton of sodium oxide in it, like overdone, yes, that's going to be bad. So I don't want people right. to hear this and be like, oh, I can't have salt. That's the reason because that's not. Right. But then they talked about studies um, and they used uh, examples of which ones for these studies. And the biggest ones were all from uh, fast food chains or family restaurants. And mm-hmm. they, they blatantly said that. The chicken. We the did field. studies for chicken, yeah, yeah. At, at fast food chains and family restaurants. Now, family restaurant chains are going to be things like Applebee's and stuff like that. I think it's pretty fucking obvious that those aren't the best choices. <laughs> right. They don't source local chicken yeah. free range. You know what I mean? Right. So They don't care where they get their meat from. But what people see watching it go, fuck, chicken's the the thing. Yeah. It's chicken. Yeah. Now it's, yeah. Now it's chicken. It's not red meat anymore. It's chicken. It, it's not, right. it's processed meat period. Right. So that was a big thing that pissed me off. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is cholesterol. They had a big like thing about like cholesterol yeah. being bad. And this actually relates to the coconut oil thing that we were talking mm-hmm. about the other day. <laughs> and, um, having some high levels of cholesterol is actually a good thing. Okay. Even LDL, the low, the bad kind, you need to have a little bit in your diet. There's certain types of cholesterol. There's certain levels of cholesterol that are good that promote hormonal release, promote testosterone, promote muscle growth. So you want cholesterol. That's why like the whole eggs thing is bullshit. Like that's one of the best sources of cholesterol you can get and it's healthy for you. Um, so I pulled this up. This is from Harvard. And this was like a thing that I saw that they were kind of like rebuttaling against this documentary. And it said the biggest influence of blood cholesterol level is the mix of fats and carbohydrates in your diet, not the amount of cholesterol you eat from food. So there you go again. Like it's not just one source. It's if somebody eats processed food, they're likely getting trans fat and high carbohydrate yep. diet, right? So it can be a combination of things. 
Although it remains important to limit the amount of cholesterol you eat, especially if you have diabetes, for most people, dietary cholesterol is not as problematic as once believed. And then below it had this big paragraph about how like studies show that cholesterol is not the like reason people are getting diabetes whatsoever. The body uses cholesterol as the starting point to make estrogen, testosterone, vitamin D, and other vital compounds. So again, you need cholesterol. Cholesterol in the bloodstream, specifically the bad LDL cholesterol, is what's most important to determining health risks. So cholesterol isn't bad. You have to look at where you're getting the cholesterol from. Now, if you have a lot of fats and carbohydrates in your diet combined from bad sources, you are likely not going to be healthy. And that's going to cause poor insulin resistance. It's going to cause body fat to accumulate. It's going to cause a lot of health risks. All these things combined leads to diabetes, right? So I think it just depends. Yeah. I would say overall, the documentary just left me with more questions than the answers they provided. I, I I will say that, you know, kind of going back to the whole uh, sponsorship thing, that was another good thing that I felt was uh, was needed. That because a lot of people will look at these things, oh well, it's the American Heart Association or uh, it's the Cancer Society and right. this and that, so they must be just promoting good things. And but who's funding who? Who? Yeah, exactly. Who's funding who? Um, and. I, to me, it just brings up more awareness. And it's not even just the food industry, right? Like any brand that you believe in, who who sponsors them? Or, you know, there was this big thing with uh, H&M, right? And how they they got some warehouses in Bangladesh where yeah. these people are just, you know, in, in hot boxes working, you know, 20 hours a day and, you know, passing out and, and dying and, and shit like that. So I think that just overall, just you know being a good human being and doing your research and yep. instead of saying well fuck it like you know i i gotta eat or i gotta rock this this new sweater that just came out um you know man i'm just i'm just a really big fan of of, of really looking into you know what what these brands are about even though it's the cancer society and, and i mean what do they what do they need all that money for is it to is it to come up with new uh, chemotherapy cocktails or whatever, which, man, they get paid so much money mm-hmm. from pumping people full of of chemo, right? It's not necessarily, again, like we talked about before, It's there's never anything on prevention. I know, that's right? and that's it's, one thing that like it made me more aware of. I, I never really even thought about that. I, in my mind, and this is probably general public, like, I was like, damn, there's a lot of funded charities, donational companies, all these things that are helping support cancer and heart disease and all these things and i never realized that it's all going towards more machines and more medicine and everything and nobody is like why can't a million dollar company support ketogenic dieting because that's shown to literally reverse cancer like Mm -hmm. why not or intermittent fasting yeah Yeah. so like things like that frustrate me um and it did give me more awareness of that but then again you got to look at this like it was like that was like two minutes of the whole movie right and I'm, and then they just go right past it. It's yeah. like okay, and, and and they can't go into, uh, you know these, you know the American Heart Association and, and the Cancer Society and all that. They can't go into that realm because of who they're sponsored by. Right. right. So they risk losing all of that sponsor yep. sponsorship money. But I think that they don't realize like okay, well, let's slow down to speed up, right? Like let's change directions instead of again, just focus on pumping people full of chemo. And I do think that. It's necessary, right? Like, 
but not to the extent to where you're you're solely focused on that. Yes. Like if you were to go into nutrition and lifestyle and fitness and you were going to do more research and put more money into that, you're I think that you're going to fucking 10x your sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like fucking Nike or you know what I mean somebody is going to is going to want to put up towards that research and and you know what I mean cuz then everybody's going to benefit. Right. A side note on that was another note I wrote down um, when they contacted all those different companies and they were going to set up an interview and they kept saying they got shut down or no one, I don't have an answer for you. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Or they want to transfer you. Well, they never said who they were talking to. That's so I wrote that down too. And that's <laughs> so, the thing I, I want mean, to talk about. You could call me and ask some question about something related to the company I work for, but I'm going to not have an answer for you. Right. And then you're just going to take that at face value and say, Oh, well they won't talk to me. Yeah. So like so I, you I, might not be talking to the right people. I literally wrote, this I was like pissed. I was like, calls these big companies and ask the fucking receptionist science-based questions, <laughs> right. assuming they'll respond. And then says another company without an answer about why they have canned processed right. foods on their website. It's like, yeah, that's a, a multi-billion-dollar company. Yeah, you are talking to Rebecca yeah. from Miami or Florida or wherever in the world who has no idea of what that company is doing. Yeah. She's just there to answer the phone and, and transfer the, you yeah, to somebody exactly. else. I mean, that's like going... And I'm sure she did that once the screen cut and they cut it off. I'm sure she was like, you know, I can transfer you to so-and-so. And he's probably like, yeah. no, nah, we're cool. We're done recording. You know what like, we should do? We should try to contact Kip and try to yeah. get him on the documentary and record it um, and see what he has to say. So at the end of... What Rob, do you have about this science? At yeah. the end of... Oh, yes. Did he try to do that? Rob get Wolf's, broken down like a fraction, motherfucker. Um, let me <laughs> pull it up for you. At the end of Rob Wolf's article, he says, By the way, I reached out to Kip via Facebook asking <laughs> if I could interview him about some questions I have on the research. No response, which is ironic given the tactics tactics employed in this movie. Right. Good and, for and, him. And he shows a screenshot of the email he sent him and he says... I'm working on a review of your film and I'd like to interview you to get some clarifications on several of the research. Let me know when you have time for that. So if so. you guys don't know who Rob Wolf is, he's um, he was one of the main uh, components or proponents of uh, paleo way back. Mm-hmm. He's a New York Times best-selling author. He has a company. He's been all over the fucking world being interviewed and stuff. He's a super smart guy. He just came out with a book called Wired to Eat. And it's literally about the psychology behind why we eat um, and why the world are like, so the world has these uh, palate, um, fuck, what is it called? Palate enhancing foods or something. Mm-hmm. It's something weird, but like essentially you can. And so a good example is, I think we actually talked about this. You remember the man vs. food episode where he eats the like yeah. the sink full of ice cream? Yeah. So he's, he's like halfway through it and he's about to throw up. He can't eat anymore. He orders a side of French fries. Mm-hmm. The French fries comes, he eats some of the French fries and it tricks his palate into needing sweet, uh, yeah. hydrating, whatever food, yeah. so he can finish it. Because he knows the psychology behind eating a yeah. lot. So the world we live in has this stuff everywhere. <laughs> so it talks about the psychology of why people overeat. It talks about the paleo diet, and it talks about resetting your gut. It talks about microbiome. It talks about all this stuff. And he promotes... Oh, cool. He, yeah, dude, really, you would like it. A really yeah. good book. It has recipes in it. It has uh, studies. Like It has like a fat section of index of just research studies, like to cite his sources, yeah. unlike this fucking documentary. Yeah. Um, and it talks about all this stuff. So, and he talks about like, it's a plant-based diet, but there is meat in it. There is dairy in mm-hmm. it, if you can tolerate it. So that's the whole thing. Right? Some people, you won't be able to tolerate 
salmon or red meat, but that has nothing to do with it being a bad food. It mm-hmm. has everything to do with your gut microbiome has a sensitivity and intolerance or an allergic response to that food, period. So like putting it in the like- Because everyone's different. Right, and that's like right. the whole point, right? So um, one thing I wrote down, I re- rewinded it, and this is quoting one of the doctors who was a vegan, obviously, who was mm-hmm. getting interviewed. He said, carbs don't cause diabetes. Meat does. Your body burns carbs for fuel or stores as glycogen. Glycogen being muscle fuel. It stores fat as body fat and cannot use it for fuel. Studies show carbs are inversely related to diabetes. And they did a study on 500 people saying that feeding people more carbs will reverse diabetes. That's what he said, which is false. Yeah. Because... As, as I'm not a scientist, but I've had more than a handful of diabetic clients and I've helped reverse their diabetes through exercise and proper nutrition. Right. Um, we didn't completely cut out carbs, but we significantly lowered carbs. There's also studies that show ketogenic diets can help reverse uh, diabetes, which is completely opposite from what he's saying. So they're saying completely remove carbs and you can remove diabetes because it improves insulin sensitivity, right. which is crazy. Um, intermittent fasting, again, is another one. But the fact that he says your body can't use fat as fuel is completely yeah. false. There's studies that show yeah. ketones can be produced. There's studies that show your brain and all these like like what we're doing right now is fueled by fat because we're not performing at a high intensity. Absolutely. There's a reason why fat and protein are essential nutrients, meaning your body physically cannot survive on earth without them. Carbohydrates, we can survive without. Like it just, it, it was like cringing <laughs> that I would watch this documentary and this guy's telling people like don't yeah. eat anything but carbs and you'll be f- like what mm-hmm. and I'm not saying carbs are bad but like dude that's crazy if there's any macronutrient you can live without and you can do really well without it's carbohydrates so that was one thing I had to point out to people because that's such a like a blunt statement to say that carbs do not cause diabetes meat does mm-hmm. and that fat your body stores fat as fat and that only fat crazy yep yeah, cringing isn't a word. It's not? No. Nope. Isn't it cringing? Cringing. Yeah, but man, sometimes you got to make up your own <laughs> shit. I do. Do you. <laughs> but I would recommend, there's a documentary I watched the other night at the fork, and I thought it did a great job of showing everything. And at the end of the movie, surprisingly, they said, here's what you can do. Sort of like, now that you've given this information, what you've seen, you you can make your decision of what you want to do. And like the first graphic that came up was reduce. So it's sort of that like reduce, sort of that like recycling. Yeah. Reduce, reuse, recycling. Yeah. So the first one was reduce and it says reduce your animal product consumption. You know, a great way would be meatless Mondays or, you know, (laughs) or or like the fuck out of here. Don't have meat for breakfast, but then you can have meat the rest of the day. You know what I will say is I suggest if you can, you don't have to, and I don't think it's going to kill you if you don't. I already know where you're going. One day a week, I think it would be smart to have a vegan day or a vegetarian day or yeah. just significantly lower your protein. Yeah. For a couple of reasons. One, um, they've ha- actually shown that if you do this, your body will become more sensitive to protein to stimulate protein synthesis, which can help recovery and build it'll muscles. Be, it'll be more efficient. Yeah. yeah. So like one day a week, you lower protein significantly or just yeah. do a vegetarian day. The next day when you reintroduce that animal product, you're going to respond better to it. Yeah. yeah. And on top of that, I guarantee it'll force people to eat more greens and they'll give more minerals, vitamins, all these nutrients that are going to help your gut microbiome that you probably wouldn't unless you purposely set up a day to try to do so. I, I'm yep. just, my, my thing with the whole meatless Monday thing is you got to be careful with how you word things because people People tend to go so fucking gung ho yeah. 
that it's like, oh, meatless Monday, let's do meatless March, taco list Tuesday, or you know what I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, not have any meat and just come up with something for every single day, yeah, yeah. And then the next you one, you just got to be careful with refuse to buy animal products unless they are certified higher welfare. So, n- local, mm-hmm. local, no, they had they showed like a whole welfare scale of like, um, because they even talked about how grass fed is now going to start becoming a marketing term because grass-fed can mean you fed the cow grass when it was a baby, but then you finished it on high grain to get it fat inside the thing. So you want to do grass-fed, grass-finished, and it was See, and that's what's fucked up about this. Like, once upon a time, if you saw natural on a package, it actually meant that it was a good one. Then that went away. And then it's organic. And now you realize, oh, organic don't mean shit. Because people got to make money at the end of the day. And it it, it doesn't matter how they make it. They manipulate it. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. manipulate the shit. And there's always going to be ways around things. So no matter what, even that's going to change, I guarantee. Because people are going to be like, oh, well, grass-fed and then grass-finished. Well, what about in between, Right. Maybe I can give yeah. it some meals where yeah. I can fatten this motherfucker up with some and, corn and because still, it's cheap. And, yeah, and before it goes off yeah. to slaughter, I'm still gonna finish it off with grass. So uh, there's always gonna be ways around things. Yeah, so. and, and pretty soon we're gonna be spending every every package that we read. We're gonna, ha- I mean, we're gonna be sitting there Analyzing for like five minutes shit. just reading shit. So then you're gonna be at the store for like you know two hours. So one and thing, you got five things in the cart. Speaking of that, one that. thing I do want to bring up is, <laughs> and this is backed by studies, backed by science. Yep. Um, the number one leading cause for 90, probably more than, but I'm going to say 90% of diseases um, is obesity, is being overweight, mm-hmm. is being having excess body fat. And they've done studies where someone who is in a calorie controlled diet, who isn't obese, who is exercising, yet still not eating organic, still eating GMO, still eating processed stuff, but has less body fat on their body and they're healthy exercising mm-hmm. will have significantly lower. I don't care how much sugar they have, anything. Yeah. Significantly lower risk. So some of this stuff is like, it's not here to scare you that like you can't eat anything without getting fucking cancer, but it does tell you like, okay, moderate your calories, whether you track or not eat in a maintenance or deficit so you can keep body fat low, exercise, be healthy, shoot for natural foods even if they are slightly processed or maybe they do have pesticides in it well guess what that's better than fucking cheese it's right like <laughs> staying to that is going to help you in right. all this stuff more than anything more than any ingredient there is no magic ingredient like that's the biggest thing i think people need to yeah. to remember so do we want to go like takeaways and then then call it good i mean we could probably talk shit on this for a while but <laughs> yeah, no well, doubt so I'll say my takeaway, uh, and I mentioned it in my opinion, it left me with more questions, but that caused me to do more research. So I think that was a good thing of the documentary. If it caused you questions. Probably some advice to give people if to do it, that. Then if it had you want to learn more about a different way, how you can improve yourself, whether it be reducing meat or just in general, I think that's a good takeaway from it. Um, as far as my autoimmune issues, I know cruciferous vegetables would irritate and cause more inflammation for me so that would be tough but um read wired to eat yeah i think it would be a game changer for you yeah so i mean mine is i i really had a my kind of mindset um as soon as i really got done with the documentary and thought about it i was man i i couldn't really come up with anything good to say other than the awareness that it brought for me but it was more than just on a uh, uh, a level of nutrition. I mean, it was kind of just on everything, right? Like, how do you live your life? And doing research, just like what you just talked about, and you, because you know, even 
something some people might be sensitive to certain things so you really just got to do your research and, and and you guys know that i'm a big fan of uh intuitive eating and mm -hmm. that's how i pretty much do everything that's how i do my business that's how uh i do my relationships even being a dad now right everything is intuition and i i'm, I'm always studying and, and researching things and and analyzing it and then saying okay and, the, and you know what i mean like I have my own opinion rather than listening to some documentary, even if it was, you know, super pro protein. And it, there's some things that, you know, if there was going to be a documentary, just like John Berardi said, mm -hmm. it's not going to be fact or science, science based. It's going to be opinion based. Yep. So uh, have your own opinion, I guess, would be, you know, my big takeaway. Definitely do your research. You know, don't just, again, watch this documentary and say, OK, well, I'm going to be I'm going to go completely vegan understand why if you are going to go vegan fine that's up to you mm -hmm. that's your choice you can do that but understand why you're doing it exactly and i would say and i think we'd all agree on it too if there's a documentary the complete opposite side we'd probably pick the it apart thing. just yeah. as much yeah. because and, of everything and on top of that I, I i think that you know being careful of how you word things whether you have a podcast or you do social media or you talk to your friends and family about this um in anything in general be careful about how you actually were things because getting people to go so gung-ho uh, even if it seems like a good thing probably isn't right like again like you gotta you gotta do the research and make sure that you're taking the right the, the, the necessary steps in order to becoming more healthy and for me you know I'm always going to promote uh, somebody to to look into um, where they get not just their meat products, but their vegetables as well, because right. you can get sick from eating certain vegetables that are yeah. sprayed with, with certain things or, you know, are on a truck for days at a time. And then they're put on uh, shelves at your local uh, supermarket or store, mm -hmm. um, whatever. Uh, but you always want to cut out the middleman as much as possible. So, you know, even finding somebody who hunts or uh, a local farmer and and maybe coming up with a trade or, you know, I think it's going to be cheaper that way too, yeah. probably. I think uh, I would, I mean, I would just mimic exactly what you guys said. I mm -hmm. agree with everything. And I would say that I would say, do your research. It, it built a lot of awareness for me. Um, it frustrated me a lot because I know mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that just, that are soaking this up and don't yeah. know better. So I would say, like Michael said, every documentary and every single study out there is either one sponsored and uh, supported by a company that is mm -hmm. biased and trying to sway the result of that study or B has another study that counteracts against that study. So mm -hmm. even the studies that I believe in, there's studies that show the opposite and there always is going to be a give and take. So you have to remember that there is no single one answer to anything in this game. It's all a balancing act of multiple things and you need to know how to balance those things properly. Um, so if you're watching the the documentary, if you're listening to this, if you're if you're trying to figure out what is going to work for you to live longer, to be healthier, to avoid disease, to lose fat, whatever, it's a balance and it's what you can adhere to best, no matter what. So be healthy, focus on all the things that we always talk about. Like I just don't let this kind of shit overwhelm you. I think that would be the biggest advice to anybody out there, for me personally. What the health? <laughs> If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.